0: If you don't have conflict on your team, it means either everyone is too afraid to speak their mind, or it means everyone's thinking with the same brain. Hey, leader! David Burkis here, organizational psychologist and author of five best selling books on helping leaders and teams do their best work ever, including the new one, Best team ever the surprising secrets of high performing teams and if you're interested in conflict in the workplace if you're interested in how to harness that and make it productive because you've got a team that works really really well even when they have different opinions you're going to want to check out that book link in this description on how you can learn more about that conflict is inevitable between teammates arguments are going to happen Differences of opinion because of different backgrounds and different perspectives are going to happen. What I find when working with most organizations is that conflict has a negative connotation attached to it almost all of the time. Conflict is almost always seen as something to be avoided. When we hear the word conflict, we think of big drama, we think of ugly fights and shouting matches. We don't ever think about the healthy benefits of it but it's time to change that because conflict by itself isn't always destructive. Sometimes done well, it can be incredibly productive. Healthy conflict on a team increases communication, increases feelings of trust, increases teamwork, increases innovation, so long as it stays healthy. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about four benefits of conflict in the workplace and on teams and how you can leverage positive, productive, healthy conflict on a team to make your team even better. So the first benefit of conflict on a team is that it helps team members better understand different perspectives. When teams are practicing healthy conflict management, when they're having respectful debate, they're getting to understand that not everybody thinks like them and they're getting to understand that that's a good thing. When the team is speaking up without being scared of what the blowback is, when they're truly speaking their mind, everyone on the team is getting the true benefit of whatever diversity and differences are there on the team giving way to different Viewpoints doesn't just put more ideas on the table, we'll get to that soon, but it opens up the minds and opens up the capacity for empathy of everyone on the team that there really are different perspectives here, there really are different backgrounds. And that's going to lead to different skills and different ways to solve problems, and that's a great thing. Now, as a leader, to really leverage this, you need to pay attention to the discussion that the team is engaged in. If it sounds like we're headed towards consensus, and the reason for that is that the people who are talking most all have a similar perspective, maybe they all have similar backgrounds, similar training, similar ways of seeing the world, you may need to put a pause in that discussion and deliberately call out somebody with that different perspective. Now, depending on your team, you may not have the the trust built with that person of the different perspective yet to be able to do that. So this may have to be kind of a long-term thing. This may have to be syncing up for a one-on-one meeting with that person, learning about the benefits of their perspective, and then you be the one who shares that the next time the team discusses. But it shouldn't take too many times to do that to get the message across that we value different opinions here because different opinions come from different perspectives and we wanna be able to see every problem, every project, everything we need to discuss we want to be able to see that from those different perspectives the second benefit of conflict in a team or on a workplace is that it makes for the better decisions yeah you will make a better decision as a leader your team will make better decisions because you did the first benefit, because you understood those different perspectives. When team members feel safe to share their different ideas, their crazy ideas that just might work, or even just contribute to their understanding of the problem in different ways, The result is that more information gets shared openly. And this is probably the most important factor in whether or not a team is going to make a great decision is how much information is on the table. What tends to happen in a lot of teams and a lot of meetings is that we default either to what the first person says or the first project that gets advocated for, the first potential solution to a problem that gets championed. People either start supporting that because of a need for consensus or every other idea that is brought to the table is still filtered through the lens of that first solution, right? Even well-meaning teams, this happens often where whoever speaks first and fastest, and if you're a leader, this probably shouldn't be you because of this potential for bias. Whoever speaks first and fastest sets the tone for the rest of the meeting. Everyone's making a decision about whether or not they can share their idea, whether or not they feel safe to share their idea, or whether or not it's relevant based on what happens first. Now, the other thing that can happen, and this happens on a lot of toxic teams and on a lot of teams where trust is low or engagement is necessarily low, is that the highest paid person's opinion, the hippo, is who we default to. They may not be the first person to speak, but everybody is looking at that person. Maybe it's the person in a leadership role, maybe it's the person with the longest tenure or the most informal power, but everybody's looking at that person. and filtering their answers or censoring their answers through that person and that's incredibly detrimental to making good decisions and incredibly detrimental to the team as a whole but when you make a point that what we want before we before we even move into brainstorming ideas we want to hear opinions on the problem itself from a diverse set of perspectives and those perspectives will create conflict and then when you create respectful debate, meaning that you're going to put every idea out there and people are going to fight over their ideas, but we're not making a decision yet. We're just trying to get all of the information out there. When you set the rules for a discussion that way, you get more ideas, you get more information on the table, and so you get better decisions. The third benefit of conflict in the workplace is that it increases trust on a team. And I know this sounds crazy. This sounds counterintuitive, right? Why would debating and arguing and having conflict in the worst place increase trust? Well, it's because of how you handled it. You see, there's this sort of misconception about trust that it comes from doing, you know, trust falls or other weird activities that raise the level of trust on a team. But trust is actually incredibly finite, incredibly ephemeral. Trust is actually the beginning of a multi-stage process that every team is constantly cycling through that determines whether or not trust is going to increase over time or decrease over time. It's a virtuous or vicious cycle depending on what you do. You see, trust needs to be met with respect. Otherwise, the people that step out in trust and share that crazy idea or speak up when they disagree immediately feel like their trust was violated and now they don't trust the team. Now, as a leader, you model this respect, but it's important to teach the team the rules of debate as well. And every team's gonna have slightly different rules. Some of my favorites are not questioning the idea or the person, but if you wanna have conflict around ideas and you wanna push back, you question assumptions behind the idea. Now, other teams get right at the criticism of the idea, but they always have to add a a plus, as it's sometimes called. It always has to be, here's what I see that I don't like about your idea, but here is an idea for strengthening what you just said. So you can criticize, but you have to add a plus. All of these things are meant to show that we respect you, that your idea, even if I don't agree with it, I still respect that it contributes to that larger body of knowledge we're gonna make a decision for, and I still value it, and I still value you, and as a result, I'm gonna act with respect. And when people step out in trust and share the differing ideas, and the conflict over ideas sets in, and that conflict is handled respectfully, the trust all across the team spirals up. The virtuous cycle begins. But unfortunately, if you're not teaching respect, if you're not modeling that and your team doesn't know how to fight right, then when they have those moments of trust, it'll actually decrease. So I guess you could say this third benefit, that it increases trust, is true, but only if you're teaching your team how to respect each other and you're modeling respectful behavior as well. And the fourth benefit of conflict in the workplace or on the team is that it builds commitment. And just like number three, this is counterintuitive as well. Maybe you've been on one of those teams where as we had a discussion and we had a few differing ideas, we go down the the road of whatever plan of action we chose and as things start to go wrong and call for pivots, you have people who you hear from, you know, the backseat of the car, they're not even driving, they're just criticizing and saying, well, we should do this we should do that i knew this wouldn't work etc well if you knew it wouldn't work why didn't you say it in the meeting and if you did say it in the meeting and we had respectful debate and we had we gave every idea it's vetting then your idea isn't actually all that smart right so here's the trick about how this builds commitment when you put every idea on the table when you let that conflict happen and when people fight for their idea What ends up happening is the best idea wins most often. And what you get out of that is commitment. You have been heard, your idea has been considered. And so often when you truly get every idea out there and harness conflict respectfully, you end up with people who may still disagree, but can commit because they were given their day, they were given their hearing, they were given their chance to submit their idea, they were given their chance to argue with it, and it lost in favor of what everybody else agreed was a better idea. This is sometimes referred to as disagree and commit, and I love that phrase, but it only happens If we make enough space for disagreement, if we just have two or three people debating, if there's not enough, if we're not actually hearing from everybody, if the conflict doesn't create an avenue where all that information gets on the table and we make a better decision, it's gonna be really hard to build commitment. But if you can do that, leverage respectful debate, make that better decision because all the information is on the table, then you're more likely to get your team to, even if they disagree, still commit and that's how conflict builds commitment and you can see uh, somewhat of an order to these benefits. The benefits of conflict are that it helps people understand different perspectives which helps them make better decisions which helps increase trust over time because people are feeling seen and heard and we're feeling like people are understanding our perspectives and we're modeling respectful debate and in the end because we're making better decisions we can build commitment. So if you're thinking about that as that progression that kind of hints at where you should probably start with that understanding different perspectives. When was the last time you were sure on a discussion on your team that every possible perspective was shared? If you can think of one, awesome. If you can't think of one, that's a pretty good action item for you heading into that next meeting, which is to make sure we take the time and create the safe space where everybody can share that, even if ideas are in conflict, because when they are, that creates the opportunity to model respectful debate and make a better decision as a result. And that helps stir all of the team's ideas, all of the team's decisions, and all of the team's productivity towards a place where we're just getting better and better as a result of those different ideas and of that conflict. And eventually we as a team will be a team with very different ideas, but very committed to doing the right thing. And that will help all of us do our best work ever. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And if you really liked it and you wanna go deeper and lead smarter, then check out the amazing resources we have for you at davidberkus.com slash resources. Guaranteed there's something in there that'll help you or your team do its best work ever.